Soccer tonight, ESPN LA 710. I am Dave Denholm alongside Mike Trudell as we break down and work up everything about this World Cup that just continues to roll on, Mike, and surprise after surprise after surprise. Germany's going home and Mexico stays alive because Korea Republic has a whole lot, uh, well, let's say guts. Let's put it that way, Mike. Welcome to the show, Mike Trudell. How are you, buddy? What's happening, man? It's, it's good to hear from you. As always, uh, I, look, the only surprise that I'll really allow is that Germany didn't make it out of the group stage. However, of course, it does fit in the thing we've been talking about for the last week and a half, that they are now the fourth team out of the last five World Cups, the fourth defending champion, not to get out of their group. Yeah, so, you've been, so this you've is been uh, talking about that for a while. You've been right on top of that. So. It's a thing. I mean, so, so that's, but I'm, I can't argue that it's not a surprise, just like it was a surprise when any, any team, it's just that, like, that's four years is a long time, right? And you mentioned this day before the tournament started. You said, hey, I, I don't know if I love how Germany's playing. You know, I can't argue against the talent. I can't, you know, pick against them. Yeah. But, but they just didn't, there was something missing in them. And I think it was probably just that desire, right? That extra, uh, that umph to try and, and be, to, to try to, you know, emerge like you have to emerge if you're really going to take over and win something but other than that man i mean basically things went chalk you know for the entire uh for everybody that advanced it was was a great fun uh group stage and of course we're still we still have group g and group h to come tomorrow uh but man other than that that that's really the only upside of sweden getting in no i did i disagree croatia playing as well as they have argentina struck i'm not talking about like who gets through who doesn't that's all that matters though isn't it no, not necessarily. No. Uh, well, yes. I mean, on some level, you got to give yourself a chance to win, right? And if you get to the knockout stage, you have a shot, no doubt. But I'm also saying, like, the respect that teams have earned, like a Morocco and Iran in that group. I was talking about it earlier. It's not like Spain and Portugal ran over those teams by any means. You know what I'm saying? Like, in terms of what people's expectations are, sometimes they're just too high, Mike, for some of these good teams. doesn't mean they're not good teams. They got through. But sometimes the expectations are like, oh, of course Spain's just going to rip into Iran and Morocco. They're going to win 5-0 against those teams. That just does not happen all the time. It's very difficult to do. And I guess that's what I'm trying to tell people, that if you're just new to the game or something, yes, of course Spain is better. And, yeah, they're going to get through 90% of the time if you play this thing out. Mm -hmm. And Portugal, maybe 60% of the time, is going to get through pretty easily. 70% 70% of the time they're going to get through, maybe with a little bit of a struggle like they had this time. But they're not going to just walk all over teams. These other teams have professional athletes that are playing for their countries. you know, And that's what I think is so beautiful about it. And even like a Costa Rica today, Mike, they played Switzerland tooth and nail in a game that Costa Rica didn't. I mean, they had nothing on the line in a sense. That is fun. I watched that game, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, it is fun. I think Group H is going to be fun tomorrow, too, because oh. Poland has nothing on the line, but they'll play loose, and they'll play free, and they could be a little Maybe bit Maybe for problem. the first time this tournament. Yeah, yeah. They'll, play, yeah. they'll play loose and free, because you're right. They're going home anyway. Yeah. Panama-Tunisia could be a very good game, because they're both playing for something that they haven't had. I mean, a win at the World Cup is massive for these countries. We saw what happened Costa Rica scoring their first goal in that Switzerland game. Their fans went crazy. Right, and, and this is a team that experienced the quarterfinals and nearly got to the semis last time. These games still mean something, and that's just been so much fun.
You know, absolutely. I like how you put that too, because I was almost approaching this in a in a Kobe Bryant way, in a Mamba mentality. Like the only thing that really matters is who wins, and so I've, I've been very focused on that: who's playing sure. the best, who's going to get there. But that does miss a lot of these great moments and a lot of these uh, these career defining, in some senses, the you know the the Costa Rican player that now uh, gets beer bought for him in his country for scoring at the World Cup for the rest of his life. Yeah, you know the German player that that feels like he can't walk through his hometown right for being the first German team since the 1930s not Ugh. to get out of the group stage. That's amazing. All, all of these types of stories, you're right, are, are definitely uh, worth discussing, and that's part of the beauty of the World Cup. So I I got look. I've been around. Kobe a little bit too long, I think. Uh, here, I, I have to, I have to loot, li- uh, lighten up a little bit on the whole win. Or, well, or you've been around the thing. NBA too long because it's all about that. Yeah, in the NBA, and that's kind of you know that's kind of the point. But Mike, we've we've waited as long as we could to not destroy Mexico, but it is soccer tonight, and we are talking about the World Cup. It's time to destroy Mexico for the ninety plus minutes they attempted to play here on this beautiful Wednesday, and nearly crashed out of the World Cup were it not for Korea Republic doing so well against Germany and Germany failing miserably and coming in fourth. And full credit to Sweden, but Mike, Mexico got it all wrong today. They did. I actually was persuaded by something you said. I, I was as you did the your Soccer Weekly show as I was driving in today, and you said something about Mexico, and we have to remember – they did win their first two games. Yes, they deserve to be in the okay. knockout stage, so, no doubt. So as for, for today, of course they got it wrong, but this is what I, you and I have been a little bit on different sides of this Mexico argument because you've said that, look, if they uh, they can win the whole thing. Is it, you, you've said that, yes. that was part of your argument. Now, my argument was at some point they go against an opponent, and in this case they just had no answers for Sweden basically playing direct and over the top. Physically. And I've seen Team USA mop Mexico up before by basically playing the same way. Uh, being bigger, being a little bit stronger, playing direct, playing balls into strikers, holding the play up, and then scoring on set pieces. That's, that's a way that works against Mexico, who wants to possess the ball, and they want to wear you down, uh, they, they want to they be cute and tricky. And so I just thought that Sweden was a bad matchup for them. But I also I always struggle to question the mentality of a team when they have six points and they really only, quote-unquote, need a tie, and then they play like so that. dangerous, you so know, it's, dangerous. It's dangerous, but it's also human nature. And, and Nigeria tried to do the same thing. Yes. And, and it, it almost it, worked, right? It, 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 Marcus Rojo, who I have never seen strike a ball cleanly with his right foot before, and I've watched Manchester United, right? He's, he is one of my players, comes up with this wonder volley. <laughs> what is he doing in the middle of the box, by the way? He's your center back. And, and so that, and that is what ends up sort of defeating Nigeria doing the same thing and trying to play for a tie and, and not uh, being, you know, being a little more conservative. So, man, that's soccer. It's, Dave, it's, it's so, sometimes these things, the predictions that we try to make on them, it's so difficult to know not only how a team is going to approach a game, but then if they can actually execute it when the other team's trying to do something too. Yeah, you know, I, I got to tell you, though, I didn't like the way Osorio set this up. I thought he changed the tactics too much. There was no way for this team to maintain pressure offensively to keep Sweden away from playing those long balls consistently and from getting outside and attacking Miguel Ayun constantly. There was no way. they Osorio stranded the offense for L3 in this game, and it caught up to him. Now, certainly, once you start chasing the game, Sweden is just too tough to come back on, no doubt. And, you know, in fairness, maybe we're now realizing how good Sweden really is, it, as if it took more than beating Italy out of getting to the World Cup itself. Somehow we all still just didn't quite believe them as how good they are, and yet now they were fantastic in that game. But I do believe there's a couple of keys, uh, Mike, that have to change. Miguel Ayun either has to be replaced or he has to play five times. I mean, the guy was just awful 
dreadful. Andres Guardado, who I really think is a fabulous player overall and has had a magnificent career, looked lost. They were just stranded out there seemingly today. So there's a lot of things that have to change for L3. But that being said, Mike, the matchup is set with Brazil, who was dominant over Serbia. But I I really believe, you know, Mario Riza and I have talked about it. You've mentioned they don't mind playing Brazil. They should. Their, they should. I understand. But it's a kind of team they're willing to go toe-to-toe. And here's what I'm saying. If you're Osorio, put your team out there the way you had them in the first few games. Let them play. If you lose, shake Brazil's hand and go home. Just play. Go play. Don't try to defend. You're going to lose that way. I, I I buy that. I mean, I do think that because they're not good enough at doing that. And here's the difference between Mexico and Brazil. So Brazil can play basically any style, but you can't. They're too physical to just play the way that like Mexico tried to play against Sweden. You can't you can't push Brazil around, right? And you can't beat them necessarily in the air. Uh, they can play that way too if they need to, and they can sure. also play fast and direct and keep the ball. So I don't see a world other than the fact that anybody can win a single game in soccer and somebody can hit the post and somebody can get a can, can get a goal off of a corner or a penalty. I don't see Mexico beating Brazil, and that to me is the true cost of them showing up like they did against Sweden, you know, in in with the whatever the plan was and we praised Osorio as we should have for what they did in the first two games especially the first the first game but this seemed to just go awry and that does belie giving Sweden some credit but that the fact that you have to advance to play Brazil uh, and you knew that that was likely going to happen is going to make this one one that they're going to regret I think Switzerland gets second place in Brazil's group group E after drawing with Costa Rica Switzerland just doing Switzerland things in this tournament I will say this about Brazil Mike one thing that I'm a little concerned about Gabriel Jesus looks lost at this level I mean just lost now he's got all the talent in the world, but you know I, I want to you know you got to pull this kid aside and be like, look, dude, you're not playing Crystal Palace here. This is not Stoke or West Ham every week, kid. Get it into gear. He has looked really lost for Brazil. They may have to make a change there. That's one of the things they're going to have to look at when they take it. And I'll tell you, the first goal is everything in that Brazil Mexico game, as it often is, mind you. This is not breaking news here, but especially for Mexico against Brazil, that first goal is going to change everything either way. If if Mexico gets the first one, the pressure starts to mount. You know that. If Brazil gets the first one, look out. It could be 3-0 by the end of the day. No doubt. 4-0. Whatever, whatever Brazil may want to do against Mexico then. they need Mexico desperately needs that first goal. One thing that helps, too, is that if, from Mexico's perspective, it, is that Marcelo, I, I don't know if he's going to be able to play. I mean, he could barely walk yeah. coming up after five minutes. Now, of course, they, they can replace him with another stud <laughs> defender. Uh, Brazil is so deep in that sense. Uh, what, Felipe Luis just comes in, right? Like, one of the yeah, best, you know, one of the best backs in the world. <laughs> um, that's just been sitting and, and, and hanging out on the bench. You just throw him on the field. Um, but yes, man, I, I'm, I'm very curious to see how that breaks down as well. And I, I just, uh, man, I, I feel like it's a missed opportunity, though, for Mexico. And I know you love the Swiss. In fact, you tweeted me after they scored their first goal, by the way, and then you didn't respond after Brazil scored the ensuing two goals, uh, right, uh, to, to mop up. Costa Rica uh, was yeah. winning, yeah. And, and, so, and Costa Rica ended up tying. Got yeah, the tie, yeah, yeah, they got the tie. They got but the tie you, late. But the you, still, you still have, have said before, and we argued about this last time, that if you were to pick one team to rest your life on, it was going to be the Swiss. And Hard I, to beat, I, man. And I, still would you, like you to, I still would like you to back off that. Cause hard to beat, die. dude. They are, they are tough to beat. They got a lot of grit and a lot of guts, just like we do here on Soccer Tonight. He is Mike Trudell, at Mike Trudell on Twitter. I'm Dave Denholm, at Talk Soccer. We got uh, Pepe Mantilla, right? Uh, Mike, coming up, talking right. L3. Yes. 
Fantastic stuff there. We love Pepe. He was great on this show already. We we expect nothing less than that coming up. Talking L Tree here on Soccer Tonight on ESPN LA seven ten. It is Soccer Tonight on ESPN LA seven ten. Mike Trudell, Dave Dunholm, and you hanging out here on the home of world football, the home of World Cup talk throughout this tournament, Monday through Fridays here on ESPN LA seven ten. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night as well. Back to our regular. 7 p.m. Pacific time. Mike, we've got the great Pepe Montilla on the line. Going to talk a little L tree. Pepe, thanks so much for joining us again here on Soccer Tonight, brother. Hi, Dave and Mike. Uh, I'm back in uh, California, and um, this morning I was watching the Mexico game, and I'll tell you, uh, I mean, this is like, I still don't believe it. In Mexico, there is a big fiesta. People don't understand that Mexico is celebrating because they lost 3-0. They're not celebrating that they lost. They're celebrating that they went into the next round. Yeah. That, that People have to understand that, okay, because it was a miracle. But we have to keep in mind one thing, Mike, and I think you and me talk about this. Korea had a chance to go to the next round if Mexico would have beaten Sweden and they would have, like it happened, defeated Germany. Well, okay, so Sweden. Well, I, I don't think I don't think that that's true though, Pepper. Because right? didn't they have they had the two losses coming in, right? So weren't they weren't they? Yeah, but they end up they end up with three points ahead of uh, ahead of Germany. Yeah, oh, you're saying, you're saying, I see what you're saying. So everybody then. So the three. Yes. So the three Korea teams technically three was points. not dead. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they, they technically were still alive, and that's yep. and. But you yeah, know, good Pepe, point. Good point. Full credit, Pepe, to Korea, obviously, for playing their guts out like Korea Ooh. always does. But we have to look at yep. this game specifically, Pepe. I just thought, uh, I just thought Mexico got too much wrong with the tactics. And I got a great tweet here that I want to ask you because they were asking me this question, Pepe, but you would know better. They ask this, this uh, tweeter says, why is it that Mexico seems to crumble as soon as they go down a goal? Why, why is that in your estimation, Pepe? They certainly crumbled in this game. Well, I don't think it's the fact that they crumble. It's the fact that, that okay, the game starts in a weird way, okay? Um, uh, um, referee Titana gives a yellow card to a Mexican player right away. Yeah. We haven't seen that in the whole, in the whole tournament. So he gives a, the yellow card. So, you know, that changes the attitude of any team, not only Mexico, okay? Because you, you think, well, the referee is going to be very strict with from now on, because usually the referees keep the yellow cards until the second half, and they, they go with a warning or something. This is not an excuse, okay? Mexico didn't play well, didn't play good at all, okay? And it's not because they got the first goal. It's because Sweden played better. We have to understand that. Sweden, after the first goal, they went, uh, the, the whole 11 players, 10 players plus the goalie were in the, uh, waiting for Mexico. So it, it wasn't easy, okay? Yeah. And, 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 and Herrera, that was playing very good during the tournament up to today, they, he didn't play good because the two first goals come in a lousy play in the midfield by Herrera. He loses the ball in the first um, goal, and then the second goal, same thing, and then it comes the penalty. Yeah, and Pepe, any time, you know, in a group stage like this, when one team needs a win, in this case Sweden, and the other team needs just a point, sometimes it's tough to uh, to have that mentality match up and benefit the team that doesn't need it. Same thing happened with Argentina and Nigeria. Argentina must have the three points, and they played all out the whole game. Nigeria, 
could have been content to just get the point. And so th- I'm giving, I'm not going to say I'm giving Mexico a pass, but I understand why a game like that happens. The problem though now is that instead of winning the group and getting Switzerland, uh, who Denholm loves, they have to play against Brazil. And I, well, you know, I, that's that's to me the the issue that they get by having this this more conservative approach. Pepe, educate Mike Trudell on how good Mexico is against Brazil. I think Mexico is going to play better against Brazil than he will play against Switzerland. But that's yes. my opinion. They, they might play better, but they're but they're still they have a word. They have, they're still going to lose though. I don't think they're going to lose. I think they're going to win. I'm very positive, Mike. Uh, you know me. I'm very positive about. Mm, the the team that I root for sure, sure, sure. winning and I and I'm rooting for Mexico of course I mean like I mean I I try to be very objective about the Lakers but you know I think that Lakers are always going to win and you know that <laughs> Pepe let me drop this knowledge on him on a tweet from Gabe who uh, wants to tweet this to Mike Trudell the last 15 games between Brazil and Mexico Mexico seven wins Brazil five wins three draws. And Gabe says neither team fears the other, and that includes El Tree not fearing Brazil. Mike, yeah, look, so Gabe, that not that's a that's excellent research. Uh, it's a fair point. <laughs> I I have not disputed the fact that Mexico likes to play against Brazil, um, but to me, this is a little bit more of like okay, so Portland loves to play against the Lakers, right? The Phoenix Suns love to play against the Lakers, and so anytime they see those teams, you get their best game. They're all fired up. Uh, you know, they're flying all over the court. Well, what about when they play in the playoffs or in the finals? Things change. Okay, so, so the, the record against Brazil in recent World Cups, I would say, is probably not as good since Brazil has won a bunch and Mexico's never been out of the quarterfinals. So this is no disrespect to El Tri. I, I, I love the way that they play, They're, but they are not as good of a side as Brazil. Let's, let's just, Brazil's a favorite for the reason. All of their players start on like the five best clubs in the world. Mexico has one or two players that are on those sides. So that, that to me is, it, we, we can't ignore that Brazil is simply a, a much more talented team. Well, yeah, okay. I agree with you, Mike, and uh, the fact that Mexico, the, the thing that you said that uh, Sweden needed to win and Mexico, uh, I guess, wasn't thinking about the need to win. That is a good point. I agree with you and the second statement that you make, but I have to agree with, with uh, Dave and the numbers. Now, now think about this, okay? Isn't soccer beautiful? Yeah. I mean, think about it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no arguments from us. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're, okay. we're with you on that. I mean, aside from Mexico going to the next round and everything, I'm in shock, and I, and I send you a text, Mike, I'm in shock that the champion of the world is out in the first round. Yeah. Yep. That it's... is, that is to me, that is amazing. And it's not, it's Germany, Yeah. for heaven's sake. I mean, it's not like, like it's Germany. Germany... As far as I'm concerned, they never lose. And two two zero. I mean, a lot of credit for Korea. Seriously, lots of credit for Korea. And I tell you one thing: in Mexico, there was a big fiesta, okay, because they live, they live soccer. They live, they they love football. They go in the streets and all that. And of course, when I get to to the USA, it's a different story altogether. Yeah. But I understand because that's not the national sport. But you know, I'm sorry, Mike, but I think Mexico's going to win. All right, hey, gonna, yeah, that'll I be very. If they do, it'll be very, very exciting, and I will be the first to congratulate you, Pepe. Well, um, you know, I mean, nobody thought that Korea was going to win today. That's right, Pepe. Uh, so much fun talking World Cup with you. Keep checking in with us with L Tree. We love your insights. 
into El Tree. Thank you so much again for taking the time, and just keep enjoying the World Cup. We love you, brother. It's a pleasure. Anytime I'm here, and I'm just keeping Keep enjoying this World Cup because it's really good. It is. It absolutely is. And we love talking with Pepe Montilla, of course, the legend, and we appreciate him taking the time. Mike, to his point, you know, it is fascinating. And I know this is a big stretch in terms of the reversing what happened in the Sweden-Mexico game. But let's just say Mexico beat Sweden today 3-0, right? Not out of the realm of possibility based on what was going on in the World Cup. Korea Republic would have gotten through. Yeah, that uh, I I had not even so when Pepe I brought that up, thought of that. I, I was yeah. I was like, no, wait, South, no, that couldn't happen, right? Oh wait, they, they right. would have made yeah. it through yeah, yeah. if the if the result, and it didn't even have to be as bad as three nil. Like it didn't even have to be that egregious. I don't even believe so. Wow, I mean, full credit to Korea Republic for playing their guts out, but Pepe just rocked my world with that because I wasn't even looking. Yeah, at I, that. I I just was like, I was like, nah, you're wrong, and then we're like, well, yeah. wait a second, Mike. Oh, yeah. No, I'm wrong. Holy okay, cow. Yeah. That's amazing. Because Mexico, of course, would have ended up with full three wins. You know, three wins, well, obviously. One, but, you know. Yeah, one thing I can say for sure is that Tunisia and Panama cannot get through. Uh, they cannot get through. <laughs> we know that. that tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> We're um, not going to get fooled by that one. And Poland yeah. is done. England and so, Belgium are through. Uh, and then here's the team, though. The, the thing that and we can we can get into this uh, coming up. The team that's still going to play in these next couple of days, that like we, we all love how England and Belgium look. But, man, Colombia, so much fun in their second game. You know, against Poland. So, what do they have yeah. online for Senegal? Another fun team. I, I'm almost. I'm trying to create ways where both of these teams could go through. I know. And it's not that he, like Poland would have to smash on Japan, and Senegal and Colombia, I think, would have to tie like three three or something, right, to get the to get the goal it's differential. Crazy. So, I, so that we'll they have, look to, at sco- it, yeah, they right, have to score a lot. But I, I'm trying to find that situation because those are the two teams that I like playing the most. Dude, that's so funny you said that. I was racking my brain yesterday because those are the two teams I picked to get out of the group: Colombia and Senegal. And not thinking that this last game could be this crazy in terms of trying to get out of this group. So I was doing the math. I look like the, an idiot savant trying to break this thing down. We will have that coming up still. A look at group H and G as they wrap up the first, uh, first, uh, I guess the first round, if you will, the group phase. And we'll also take a quick peek at the knockout phases and some of the matchups that are already set in stone. And it is a fascinating, a couple of brackets there on both sides. He's Mike Trudell at Mike Trudell. I'm Dave Denholm at Talk Soccer on Twitter. We keep the conversation going about the World Cup, the beautiful game. Soccer tonight here on ESPN LA 710. Soccer tonight. He is Mike Trudell. I am Dave Denholm and you are listening to ESPN LA 710. We roll on every Monday through Friday here. Back to the regular time tomorrow. This show is, of course, an hour later due to Soccer Weekly, which you heard here on ESPN LA 710. You do each and every week. Well, tomorrow's Soccer Tonight will be 7 p.m. Pacific time. You can join us here on ESPN LA 710 or the ESPN app. Mike, as we uh, just about ready to break down the final of the final group stage matches, the final day of those in Group G and in Group H, I want to ask you here, right now so far, What's been your least favorite group play, and what's been your favorite group, the way that things have uh, kind of shaken down here so far in this tournament? Least favorite group, I suppose Group A. It just seems so phony, the way that it was created for Russia, mm-hmm. you know, starting out with Saudi Arabia and then sticking Egypt in there too. Although uh, Uruguay has been uh, you know, pretty impressive, 3-0-0, of course, five goals for the only team not to concede. Uh, by the way, you know the only team that hasn't, 
There are, sorry, there, there are two teams. Everybody scored. There are only two teams that have uh, that have yet to score more than one goal. One of them is Poland, and one of them is Panama. I was just I was going to like hit you with the trivia question. Then I thought, why? I'll just, I'll just say. Um, <laughs> thank you. So thank you for that. Yeah, whatever I mean, that you know, was. Yeah. Just, well, why? Because I wouldn't know unless I just looked it up. Uh, so Group A, I would say, has been the worst group. And then the best group, I mean, it very well may be this Group H, depending on what happens tomorrow. But yeah. I, mean, I mean, look, it's I, actually, Group F, of course, right? They're just what we just saw today, Sweden, Mexico, South Korea, Germany. That's the current leader in that clubhouse. But depending on what happens tomorrow in Group H, Dave, I'm, I'm open to allowing them to creep in for me. See, I think I agree with you on the best. I think my worst so far, and I, not that I disagree so much on Group A, I think Group C has been it was really kind of drab, frankly. It's just... France and Denmark, that last game, the only nil-nil game in the group with both teams, of course, feeling like the draw would certainly, you know, Denmark knowing it would get them through. France was already qualified. I don't know. Peru, everybody was so giddy over Peru and their first trip there in like 36 years. And kudos to them and their fans. But they just, you know, you don't score a goal in the first two games. You're going home, you know. Like I, yes. Australia didn't offer a whole lot. I, I just, yeah, no, nah, you're a right. Big there, fan there, of that group. There, I don't know if there was a single great game out of that group. You know? No, I, I, I would agree. That's a great point. And almost every other group, you can at least point to a game or two that was like, wow, you know. Even, even like you said in Group A, even Russia playing as well they did against Egypt, let's say, you know, or something. And Uruguay, the way their defense has held up against everyone at least you've got something in of course you know group b has been spectacular or was spectacular as well realistically from the ronaldo you know hat trick in the first game and yet spain still manages to you know overcome that everybody thought oh spain that's so disappointing but they yet they played so well and they just continue to play well but morocco battling with them Iran, you know that was a good group as well a lot of fun no doubt about it. So I wasn't here last night, so I didn't get a chance to talk about Messi and Argentina with you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could give me, Dave, your summary take on how the narrative changed, if at all, for Messi based on what we saw in that game yesterday. It's a great, it's a great question. I'll tell you why. Because I think we all were leaning as hard as we could into, well, it's not really Messi's fault, but it was a hard sell. To the, to the person who disagreed with you on that. You know, like, sure. it's, you kind of know it's not Messi's fault. The guy's spectacular, but we kind of needed to see it one more time at least. And then that first goal yesterday changed everything. That goal was ridiculous. Mike, there's nobody else in the world that can do that, including Cristiano Ronaldo. The, that was unreal. Yeah. The feathery touch to, oh. to bring it down in the thigh, to keep it on your left foot, to the, the light, the, the, you barely, like, you barely can move the ball with a feather. The way that yes. he moved the ball off his foot, and then to keep it, and then to go with his off, with his quote unquote off foot. Yeah, I mean, I've, exactly. I've seen him score like 150 <laughs> goals with his right foot, but still, uh, he does prefer the left, and then to put it right in the what? I mean, and, and under the, under the pressure, this is what I liked the most about it. The pressure of the moment could not have been bigger, could yeah. not have been more massive, and yet he still was able to keep his composure on the ball like that. And I guess to me, the, 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 the place where, I've had to back off my Messi is the greatest ever. I don't want to hear any arguments otherwise thing is that he's not the best leader ever. He's, he's just not. And I didn't watch a lot of, you know, play games play. I didn't watch him play live a lot. I didn't watch mm-hmm. a lot of mirror. I just, I've seen all the tapes, right? Just like you probably have. Um, I, but the way that he, he inspires with his play. And sometimes I've felt like I've been asking him and wanting him to do something else. But then I find myself thinking, well, wait, that's not his personality though. So we, I guess we can't, I can't ask him to be a different person and try to lead this team in a verbal or in a sort of rah, rah way when that's just not how he, how he is. That's not how he's wired, right? And it's just that I think for people, when you hear that, hey, 
Messi. He's the best player in the world. You, you, and then you watch and you say, wow, those skills are incredible. But when he's got a frown on his face, it's sort of, you know, that's the part I think that's hard to sell people that haven't gotten to watch him play uh, for Barcelona for all these years, Dave. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I was a little surprised actually to see him give a little bit of a talk there in the huddle, or I'm sorry, in the tunnel before, you know, like during, you know, with that, with so much on the line against Nigeria, it's still so against his personality. You're right. And so he, that was a little surprising actually to see yeah. him give a talk. I don't know what kind of effect or what he said or, you know, nobody really knows, of course, but. Uh, full credit to Argentina. I'll tell you this, Mike. This is I kind of started it as a joke, but I, I kind of meant it. Uh, I really think Argentina could rather use uh, Columbus Cruz Federico Iguain, the brother of Gonzalo, more than they can oh, use Gonzalo garbage. right about now. Just Federico garbage. Federico is, I believe, he's the older brother of Gonzalo. He plays for Columbus Crew. He's magnificent. He's nice. Yeah, he's I mean, nice. I'd, yeah. I think Argentina could have used him more in this tournament oh. than Gonzalo. Well, or, or you know what? You know who they could have used more, Dave. How about Dabala? How about Dabala? He's sitting or, on the bench. He's like one Lo of the Celso. best players in the yeah, world. Yeah, the guys who are actually on their bench. <laughs> I mean, put put Dabala in. Put him up top for all I care. Put or here's the look. While we're ripping on old Argentinian players, and again, if their families happen to live in LA and are listening, I apologize. It's just my feeling as a fan. Okay, I, I can't talk this way sure. about Lakers players or, or NBA players as much. Uh, Di Maria, no. Okay, Ugh. no. I just, I, I've seen enough. I'm I, sorry. I texted, so I have a buddy that's a, that's a reporter. I won't say his name, but he's a, he's from Argentina. And he said, I hate Di Maria more than I hate anyone in my life ever. <laughs> and he was not kidding. He, and again, now sports hate, Dave. We, sports we qualify hate. that. Absolutely. You're from Cleveland. I mean, you hate Golden State and sports Absolutely. hate. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that, but he just doesn't have anything left. And so, and then I, again, pan over to the bench. Who else, who else needs to see? That Dybala, I don't care if he doesn't play on the on the wing. Typically, he's going to be better than Di Maria. I promise. Yeah, I know. I promise. I know. And that's and the it, thing. So, I, so do you have him crashing out to France? By the way, do, do, you, you know, have... I, I got to be honest with you. I'm not sure of that. I, I don't. I'm not I, sure look, either because France, France is while France won the group and they weren't really challenged defensively, and you know they look pretty good. Like, yeah. there's there's some gaps there. You know, they're Absolutely. not they're not a fully together side yet. You know, I talk with Pablo Alcino, who does the pregame for LAFC with me, and he's a you know born and raised Argentinian. I mean, I mean, you can't get be any bigger fan and supporter of Messi and Argentina. And he said in a last night's show, Mike, that it's it's really about how if the first goal goes Argentina's way. And you open up France a little bit. Argentina can certainly advance. If France scores first, they may beat Argentina. He said five nil. You know, like it could just get absolutely out of hand with the skill and the talent that France has to play ahead. But again, it's all about how they f- approach the game. If you're France, go out and play. You're better than Argentina. I, I really think that overall. Now, Messi is the, the great X factor without a doubt, and maybe Argentina's turned the corner with their, I guess, their confidence, but. Realistically, France is better than Argentina. Just go out and play them, and and take it to them, yeah, and put them back on their heels like they looked against virtually everyone in that group until the last five minutes against Nigeria. Man, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a fun oh, game, though, man. It really, I mean, look, it's a great game. Yeah, I'm not sold that our look. I have Argentina going to the final and losing. I got to stick with it. I, I mean, certainly, I would sell short on that if I really had to. But I mean, Argentina can have a couple of good games here together and certainly if Messi scores a few more goals and they just start gaining some confidence maybe if Sampoli figures some things out with that lineup I'm not really high on that no. I don't really buy that no but not yet. I guess I think maybe. the players basically made the lineup you know, I, th- I think they essentially did which is why again it confuses me maybe maybe you know what Messi just might not like playing with Dybala he might think that he's too he, he like he's 
because a lot of the guys that are out there are sort of designed to maximize Messi and to create pockets of space for him. Yeah. And maybe his maybe what they're thinking is that the way Dybala plays, he's going to keep the ball and he's going to at certain times and try to get into spaces himself. Yeah. And maybe that's why he's not playing because it's not it's not for you know it's not because other guys are playing better than he would. It's true. You know, individually yeah. at least. You know, I just got a tweet in, Mike, that I find this fascinating. This is from CalJam, and he says, Iran is an enemy of the U.S. Now, of course, politically, right, we don't necessarily see eye to eye on a lot of things with Iran. Uh, you can argue that, whatever, but, you know, it's not about the people. But Portugal matches why sports are wonderful, he says, because Iran played hard within inches of winning. Seeing players sobbing on the field made me want to cry with them. The World Cup is more important than just sports. In this polarized world, it's the best thing that humanity has to offer. So that's a fascinating take when you really can get past all the garbage that goes on in the world a lot yeah, of times. I mean, that's why I work in sports. Really, it, it's like a, it's it's the all of the uh, all of the human emotions without the risk and the the realness yeah. of a war or something. Or it's, or, fant- you know, it's a great point yeah. by both of you. Yeah, it's a great tweet and it's a great point by you. And it's why that you know we love the game and we love. The World Cup, it's just so special. And it's, I mean, I can't help but love breaking this down each and every night with Mike Trudell. We still got a segment to go here. We got to talk about those. We will look further and deeper into Group H and Group G will specifically break down that England Belgium game, which is the one that really counts because Panama and Tunisia are playing for pride coming up tomorrow. But we've got that still to come here with Mike Trudell, Dave Denholm and you. Soccer tonight on ESPN LA 710. This is Soccer Tonight, ESPN LA 710. Dave Denholm and Mike Trudell hanging out with you. And we take a look here in this segment at the final group stage day of this World Cup. Man, I can't believe we're about to hit another day off, Mike Trudell. We haven't had one of those in a while. I can't believe that we don't have any games coming up on the 29th. We will certainly have the show, but it's going to be a tough day. Mike, <laughs> as I've just been enjoying these day after day, just so many great games. Yeah. Well, Truly, tomorrow. Yeah. These, this first, the group stage of the World Cup is like the most oh, spoiled time. It, it really so is, is, man. It's, it's so good. So it's is. so rare. It's so sweet. It's so good. And it has to end so soon. <laughs> you know what it is? It's, it reminds me of when I, and, and I'm not like anti this anymore, but I'm not quite as into it. It reminds me of when the Olympics were just so great for me that every day there was like five events that you had to watch every night. You know what I mean? Like it was like, and this is what the World Cup has become for me. It's just bigger and better and every night. Well, tomorrow's no exception and we will take a look at the early games, especially in Group H. Uh, But let's start with G, Mike, because we know the Panama Tunisia, they're playing for pride. Good luck. Hope they have a great, hope it's a 5-5 thriller. And everybody gets some goals, and everybody has a lot of fun with that. But England-Belgium, there's still a lot on the line here to prove, if you will. Now, Belgium has said they're going to rest some players, right? Lukaku's out. Um, It doesn't look like Roberto Martinez wants to chance that. Don't know what England and Gareth Southgate are going to do. I don't think either team, frankly, is all that jazzed about where they end up, Mike. Does that make sense? Not to say they want to play Colombia or Senegal necessarily or Japan. Uh, I'm not saying they don't dis- or they're not yeah. respecting Group H, but I don't know that either team is that worried about where they end up. I mean, I'll here, I'll just say this, okay, the side of the bracket that to me looks easier. Yeah. Is yeah. The, is is would be for the team whoever gets second in this group. That's true. That's you know, true. Because on on the one hand, so on the on the on the one side, let's say that just cause the way that I'm looking at it, so on the left side of the screen, picture your computer screen in front of you, you've got Uruguay, Portugal, um you've got France, Argentina, you've got Brazil, Mexico so far. 
Now, the the, la- the next two teams that are going to get in there are the winner of this first group tomorrow, which will either Belgium or England, and then the second place in the in the final group, you know, which could be Colombia or Senegal mm-hmm. or Japan. That is a much harder side of the group compared to... Now, here's the other side. Here's the right side of your screen. Spain, Russia. Croatia, Denmark. Sweden, Switzerland. And then the first place... Te- uh, excuse me, the second place team in that group, either England or Belgium. Like that... So I'm almost... If I'm... It, other than the whole thing of, of sort of like not playing, you know, well and in in, uh, in in losing momentum, I guess, which is something to be said for confidence. But if yeah. you're thinking about making a run, man, not only are you are you on the, the far easier side of the bracket, but See, but Spain is in the top, so you I wouldn't even have to play I'm, Spain until the semis. I don't know that I'm buying that far easier thing. I really don't. And I, look, and only let's say this: let's say Belgium stumbles, they come in second, right? And let's say Senegal, or let's say Colombia continues their hot play and all of a sudden it's colombia belgium on that side with sweden switzerland croatia croatia denmark spain well, but here but so but hold on for, for this for these purposes okay you don't have, you only have to worry about the lower part of the bracket so so essentially the the two the teams you're worrying about are sweden and switzerland so you're so if you can win your first game and again you don't know Dave, you don't know if it's going to be against colombia japan or senegal no, you're, you're playing, right you're playing those games before but you do know that if you win that game you're playing the winner of sweden and switzerland you know uh, you're obviously going to take switzerland in that one we'll, yeah, well see no i mean look sweden could definitely yeah, do sweden's it. good however I mean, on the on the other side if you win so you're you still again you have no idea if you're going to play colombia or um or japan or, but you know that if you win that game you're gonna have to play brazil or i guess mexico or mexico if you believe pepe but so to me now you're getting too cute i think you just have to go out and try to play your best game with your play sit your guys on yellows right um put in some of your put in some of your players that haven't gotten run yet start marcus rashford right i mean get just get get these guys some run out there and for belgium start batuai you know maybe you give lukaku a rest uh de bruyne has got a yellow card so you, you do the same thing that croatia did basically right dave you you play the guys that haven't played yet hope they play well if you win, great. Keep momentum. But but the thing is, I would almost I would rather lose based on side of the bracket. So that's the consolation. If you play yeah, like that well, and then you lose, you know, I think that's kind of stuff can bite you in the rear too. They though. Can. The, yeah, they, I think the sides of the bracket look they look a lot worse on paper because of Argentina. You know, coming in second in their group, obviously France. We still know is very good without a doubt. Portugal, though, I mean, like. Here's the thing. Yeah, I'm not convinced. Ronaldo, they, I'm not convinced they'll beat Uruguay. I, no, I think Uruguay uh, might exactly. Well beat them, yeah. I, you know, I, I, quite but Uruguay's frankly, good though. You could argue. I mean, it's an argument. You could almost argue Portugal's one of the weakest teams that's gotten out of their group so far. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, you know, I mean, overall, they, now again, it, they're Cristiano solid Ronaldo. though. They're, they're solid. I mean, they won the Euros. They played. They're compact. Yeah, and then and they have Ronaldo to, to capitalize. He's the great equalizer, no know? doubt about it. I mean, he could he could bury you himself if he if he needs to at times. And and indeed, you're right. He does have a lot of support. I'm not saying they're a bad team, but yeah. you know, it, I just want to see this. I really um. I'm just blown away by the Senegal Colombia game. I had these two coming out of the group. I thought both of them could maybe just need the point in this game. Now, of course, that you know can't happen that way, obviously. But it would take some miracle for both these. I really think this game is, to me, one of the best on paper in this first round. This whole first these group stage, Senegal Colombia have both been playing very good football here. Now, taking nothing away from Japan, they could get through. They've been playing well as well. And who knows? Maybe Poland will show up. But 
wow, this Senegal-Columbia game, I am so fired up for it, Mike. Well, shout-out to Brian Ojeda. He tweeted into both of us. Uh, so Senegal and Japan, he says, have the same goal differential. True. So if Colombia wins, and he's saying please because he likes Colombia apparently, <laughs> um, and Poland puts up a beating, Senegal can still go through. Yes. So basically Japan loses by more goals than Senegal, uh, and, and that would happen. Now, that that the reason that can happen is because Senegal and Japan are both on four points. So Senegal doesn't necessarily uh, even need a point, but they then are depending on Poland to beat Japan. Correct. And honestly, I, I, there's no there's no reason why Poland can't beat Japan. They might be a better team than Japan. You know, they just they don't have yeah. anything to play for, and Japan does. Yeah, you wonder if like is Lewandowski going to look to get a couple of you know is he going to play first of all, then is he going to bag oh, a couple of goals play. just for fun? You know, like I mean, yeah. you're right. The pressure's off of Poland, and we've seen some teams perform a little bit better in that case, like Morocco. You know, and, and teams that didn't have anything to Peru. Yeah, Peru, yeah. Obviously went out and, and you know really looked very good, even though they had Costa nothing Rica. to play for. Costa Rica yeah. played very, you know, Costa Rica played three pretty good games. Yeah, actually, they, they, that was a tougher group. Even Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah, they got yeah. better. So every that's game. so that that all of a sudden that's making that's persuading me to to make a call that Poland is going to beat Japan, and I do think Colombia will beat Senegal. But the question again will now come down to goal differential. So right now, uh, so Senegal and Japan both at plus one. Goals scored, same, right? So, so for the, so if either one of them can actually yep. get a goal, right? And then have that be, be, be the differential. So to say they could, so let's say that Colombia loses or Colombia wins 2-1 and Poland wins 1-0. In that case, then Senegal would go through, right? Yes. Yeah, and so there's that, another way that Colombia could get through with a draw if Japan got drilled. You know, because Colombia, that's true. Would, and they have a better, they have a, they already have a better goal differential than Japan too. Yeah. So if they, so if they got uh, no, a draw, and they, Japan they, lost, right? They then, don't. But Colombia is even. But I believe. No, right? no, no. Colombia is oh, plus no, that's two. Right? They're plus yeah. two. So, so, so yeah. So Colombia so could, could get them through. Yeah. yeah. Colombia could tie, and if Japan loses by any margin, then yeah. Colombia would get through. So and Senegal would get through. But again, that's see, that's your theory that makes it tricky like colombia and colombia and senegal have to play for the win you yes. got to go for it tomorrow you know like you, yes yes now i know senegal senegal gets through with a draw we know that yes. but they can't play that way no all not these teams colombia these teams are too close though it's not like in in the case of mexico <laughs> where it seems like you're way you're that's way true. ahead yeah, no these true. these teams are at 4 points 4 points and 3 points so i think they're all going for the money and i just think colombia is clearly the best of those sides uh, when you know the when james is, played the full 90 falcao looked good yeah they uh, don't every, make mistakes they've got yeah. great spirit they've got a great fan base maybe the best fans uh, that i've seen uh, in the tournament so far i guess we could argue that but so i'm i'm rooting for colombia just for that alone, all those people making that trip, and uh, and hope that it, it turns out. And then, man, it's going to be really curious to me uh, to see how the matchups go with England, Belgium, and and uh, Japan, Senegal, Colombia, because that that'll be that'll be fun to watch. I think Senegal is one of the you know not like I'm not sitting here telling you that they're like I have them in the final or anything. I, I'm not going that far. I did pick them to get out of the. I think they're one of the most talented teams actually in this tournament. And it, it's just a matter of that midfield. I've been saying it all tournament long. If that midfield settles into games early, they're going to be tough to beat. And they've, they've played very well, you know. So, I mean, they are settling in. It's still going to have to be the same thing against Colombia. If Senegal's midfield really takes it to Colombia early, right from the jump, they can certainly win that game. But, boy, that is a tough task. You're absolutely right. What about England, Mike, going forward you know, forgetting this game, like you kind of summed up the Belgium game perfectly. You got like 15 seconds. What do you think of England? 
going forward here. I, I just I buy them. I think that they're they're even though they haven't played two good teams, they just look to be more connected, uh, more fluid. They look to be together, uh, and so I like that. We haven't always seen that from England in the World Cup. They don't seem like they're playing with the weight of a nation on their shoulders like Argentina. So I've been into England, man, so far. I'm excited to see who they match up with in, in the next round. This tournament is flying by. This show flies by each and every night. Thanks so much to Michael Funches and Mario Rees. At Mike Trudell on Twitter, I am at Talk Soccer. We're back 7 p.m. Pacific time with Soccer Tonight tomorrow right here in the home of world football in Southern California, ESPN LA 710. Good night. See you.